All right. Everybody got their Bible? You ready for the word? Amen. Turn, if you would, to Isaiah 41. I'm preaching a very simple message today, but I think it's one that we can all use. Amen. Isaiah 41, 10. And preaching on avoiding discouragement. Now, if you think about the word discouragement, it's actually uh, kind of a loose interpretation here. It's it's anti-encouragement. In other words, it's the opposite of encouragement. You know, the Bible talks about David at Ziklag when the enemy came in and burnt the town to the ground and took all the children and all the wives and all the money and all the livestock and left them just devastated. And... Um, of course, they, the Bible says they cried till they had no more power to weep. Anybody ever been there? I've been there. And uh, you, you're, you're, you ran out of tears to cry. And uh, we've all been there, done that in some way or another. Um, like Brother Hagin used to say, the crisis of life comes to everyone. Now, when he would say that, I would always rebuke him under my breath. Because I would say, well, I'm a faith person. I don't receive that. But um, the fact of the matter is, faith begins where the Word is, or where the will, where the Word of God is. That's where faith begins. And so, you know, you can say that all you want, but I'm telling you, we live in a fallen world, and the devil brings things against us and to us that we have to cope and deal with. And um, nobody enjoys that sort of thing if you. If you start enjoying suffering, then, you know, you need to see a specialist. You've got mental illness is what you've got. If you enjoy suffering uh, or, or pain or something, there's something really wrong with you. We don't want to go into detail on that because it's a family-friendly program. But um, there's uh, sort of some sickness there. You wonder about some folks, the way they talk about, you know, God sending them through the grind, the meat grinder, the sausage. God's making sausage out of me in some way. But uh, God's not in the sausage business. He's not sending you through the meat grinder to see if you'll still serve him and all that. Uh, that is bad doctrine again. Again, sometimes good people with bad doctrine. So we won't turn anything against anyone, but I'm going to tell you that you know, sometimes the the most well-intentioned person can be, um, you know, can be having a problem with um, with a with a bad a bad doctrine, a bad direction. So anyway, uh, the Bible says that Dave back to David, David at Ziklag. The Bible says that uh, after he had, you know, gotten over his initial shock and grief of everything that he encouraged himself in the Lord. And so there's the Bible has a lot to say about encouraging ourselves, being encouraged, not only encouraging ourselves, but encouraging each other. Amen. So when somebody's going through the valley and you know about it or you sense it, just just encourage them. And, you know, you don't have to say a whole bunch of stuff. You can just sometimes a pat on the shoulder, a hug, uh, uh, hello, love you, bless you, I'm praying. 
You don't have to go into, now I know you're going through, it's really bad at your house and, you know, everything's sucky over there. You don't have to. <laughs> Sometimes people that well-intentioned, they say too much, you know. And um, so you don't want to not say anything, and then sometimes you say too much. We just want to say just enough, just what the Lord puts on our heart. Sometimes it's just, hey, you're not alone. We're standing with you. You know, we're not, we've all ordered our, our, our magic wands, but they're on back order. Haven't come in. And so we can't just wave it over your life and everything be fixed. That's what my father told me one time. He said, sometimes folks get mad and leave church because you, you can't fix everything for them. And, uh, but we don't claim to be the fixers. We're, uh, pointing to the one that's the fixer. Amen. Jesus is the answer. Not Pastor David. Amen. Not Grace Harvest Church is not even the answer. Jesus is the answer. And He's our Lord and He's helping us all. Amen. Through the work of the Holy Spirit. Thank God. Okay. So, the Bible says that David encouraged himself in the Lord, and when he did, he got direction as to what to do. Sometimes we know that something has to be done. We know that something has to change. We know that something must be accomplished, but we don't know where to start. You ever been there? You don't know what exactly to do. Something has to be done. What are we going to do about it? Sometimes it's a health question. Sometimes it's a financial thing or a relationship in your family or your friends and you're, you're just, you're saying, man, I, I know I've got to act. I know I've got to do something. I don't know what to do. Um, I tell you what, it's hard to get the right direction when you're discouraged. When you're down in the dumps. Anybody understand that? Down in the dumps. Down in the boondocks. There was a song. All right. So we're going to see what the word says about be, not being discouraged and being encouraged. Opposite of discouraged. Okay, look at Isaiah 41.10. Fear thou not. That's the first words. Because, <laughs> boy, we can get into fear, can't we? Well, what am I going to do if this doesn't fix? And what am I going to do if the money doesn't come? And what am I going to do? Blah, 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 blah. We've all been there. And that that tape can play over and over and over in your head. And you can feel the anxiety and the uh, tension and the stress come on you. And doctors have said that 97% of diseases are caused by stress. Creating, you know, pulling the lever to create that, that, that situation in your body. So we don't want to be stressed and we don't want to have anxiety and we don't want to be drug addicts <laughs> taking drugs constantly to control our moods. You'd be surprised at the number of people. And I'm not against if you're a doctor. Hey, listen, I'm not your doc. I'm like, I'm like, uh, Paula Dean. She said, she told Oprah Winfrey they were making something and Paula Dean said, put more butter in that. And, and, um, Oprah said, well, isn't that like not so healthy? You know, put all that fat in the, and she said, I'm, listen, honey, I'm your cook, not your doctor. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm your pastor, not your doctor either. Don't ask me what to do medically. I'm not, I'm not trained in that. 
So uh, I'm not going to tell you to do or not to do. You have to just follow your heart on that. Amen? But um, sometimes, you know, uh, I think we could avoid a lot of things if we would learn how to do what the Word says here for us to do. There is hope and help in the Bible. <laughs> and um, I told you one time I was down in Peru and uh, my wife and kids are back at home and we didn't have enough money to to pay all the bills and for me to be on the road, but that's the, the, the door God opened. And, and I'm down there. I can't sleep at night. I'm stressing out over it all. And I'm going, I don't know what to do. Oh, Lord, what am I going to do? And the Lord said, turn on the light. I mean, I, I actually said, Lord, help me. And he said, turn on the light. Like bed, bed, bedside. This wasn't, this wasn't rhetorical. Turn on the light of the word and the, no, turn on the lamp, the thing Edison designed. Turn that thing on. And so I, I said, okay. He said, open the Bible. Oh, okay. Turn to Psalms. Okay. Start reading out loud. Well, you know what? I found scripture after scripture about the Lord being my helper and putting me over and enemies underfoot and 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 the righteous not being forsaken and those things and i got the victory instead of laying there stressing you got to get the victory and when the devil starts talking you got to talk louder all right don't everybody shout at once thank you brother fear thou not Boy, if you you should sometimes do like a word search and see how many times we're encouraged to not fear. Fear is the enemy of faith. Doubt is the enemy of faith. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Woo! God's with us. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I you. Yea, I will help you. Yes, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. Now, see, back up there in verse 10 where it says, be not dismayed, that would be another way of saying, be not discouraged. Be overwhelmed. Don't let this thing take you over. What thing? Whatever circumstance you're dealing with, A to Z, double A to double Z, amen. And I, I know what it's like to feel dismayed and to be, and to feel overwhelmed. But praise God, we're gonna not walk in that. Amen. I am God. I will strengthen you. Strengthen you greater than the strength of what's coming against you. Yay. I like yay. Yeah. Woo. Yay. 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 Rah, rah. I will help you, or yes, I will uphold, everything with God is a yes. Yes, I will help you. Yes, I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. Not your good works, his good works, his righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed. 
and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall perish. Okay. Thou shalt seek them and shalt not find them. Even them that contended with thee, they that war against thee shall be as nothing and as a thing of naught. For I am the Lord thy God, will I, I the Lord thy God will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now turn to another scripture. Joshua, Joshua 1 9. Praise the Lord. And verse, yeah, Joshua 1, verse 9. Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. That would be opposite of discourage. Actually, discourage means lack of courage. <laughs> you ever, you ever felt that lack of courage? Like you wanna, you wanna declare and you just don't have the gas to do it, you know. Just don't feel like you can do it, but we can do it. I just, listen, this is why the Bible tells us to rejoice evermore. I mean, in the, in the, in the time that you don't feel like rejoicing, this is, again, this doesn't have to become a dead works program. This is just an encouragement. To, to do the word and, and get the results of doing the word. Amen. So we're rejoicing evermore. That means in every situation, rejoice. And so, you know, you get some bad news or you're having a tight time or a tough time. You need to say, praise the Lord. Well, what for? Well, because God's still with me and he's helping me and none of this has taken heaven by surprise. They're not having an emergency meeting of the Joint Chiefs of Staff in heaven to decide what to do about your problem. <laughs> Hallelujah! Woo! Makes me want to shout even louder. I don't know, I got all Pentecostal today. Stirred up. Praise the Lord. God is good. And he's, and he's always with us. And whatever has come against you and those watching on the internet, what's coming against you, have knew about it. It's not a surprise. They didn't get a memo that said, I didn't get the memo. When I worked at Rama, we wrote memos to cover the memos. We had two files. Memo in and memo out. That way, it could it, nobody could argue. I didn't know because you had a copy of the memo. But heaven gets the memo. <laughs> God, before you even aware of some bad news, God knows about it. Heaven knows about it. And you know what Jesus' attitude about storms is when the disciples were freaked out. And they said, carest thou not that we perish? Jesus said, 
How is it? Don't you hate those questions? That's just a that's just really a hard one to answer. Because he's saying, can you explain to me how is it? That's just what he's saying. Because he spoke to the storm and the waves. And, you know, that's been preached. If Jesus is in your boat, you don't have anything to worry about. Well, okay, that'll work. But that's really not what the story is there. Because he rebuked them for not doing something about it. It wasn't, he didn't show, aren't you glad I'm in your boat? Because if I wouldn't, y'all be sunk. No. He's, <laughs> he's saying, they said, oh, you know, I guess they were saying, oh, no. Who is this? How, what manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? And he said, I just have one question. Cause, the, you know, they're going, oh, Jesus, you're the greatest. And, and he's, he knows he's the greatest. He's fine with that. But he said, how is it that you have no faith? Oh, uh, well, I think I'm going to go below and try to clean up down here from the leak. And then he said, why are you so fearful? So see, we're, so we've got this big emergency prayer going. Oh, God. You know, I, I am really in trouble here. And, and Lord, you know the need. You see the problem. And blah, 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 blah. And we really bombard heaven with our big prayer. And I think there's sometimes, if we're not careful, we're going to evoke the question, why aren't you speaking to this? And I tell you, we still have a tendency, and a lot of people don't like this, we still have a tendency to want to pray about what we've already got authority over. That our prayer about that should just be praise to God that what we said is going forth. Because we have authority over the devil. He's under our feet. I used to go preach at these warfare churches, you know. They kind of went out of style. Too much energy. You can't survive that long. Too much effort. But the warfare church, you know, they'd sing an hour and 45 minutes. And then they had, you know, all kind of banners and streamers and pom-poms and, you know, noisemakers and everything. You'd think you're at Mardi Gras. And you're actually at church. And they'd carry on for like two hours or something and then finally give you the microphone. Well, Fine, you know, I, do your thing. I don't care. I don't care. Hang from the chandelier. If that, you know, we, the Church of God and uh, Assemblies of God churches, we used to get accused of hanging from the chandelier. But the churches I grew up in, we didn't, couldn't afford chandelier. We had shop lights, you know. I mean, fluorescent strips. <laughs> so I know that wasn't true. We didn't even have a chandelier to hang from, but that's. You know, the Baptists said we were hanging from the chandeliers because they had chandeliers. <laughs> in the dining hall, too, not just in the church. So anyway, uh, do your thing. I'm not criticizing anybody, but I will tell you this. The first time I was in one of those warfare churches, and they're pointing to the ceiling, and they're commanding the demon, you know, over the city to come down and, and the demon over the church to come down and all that. And I said, well, no wonder they got problems. The devil's supposed to be under our feet. If you're going to speak to the devil, look at the floor. Don't look at the ceiling. Amen. 
He's under our feet, and he's just hoping that you don't remember that. He's hoping through shock and awe that, that you, that you temporarily forget what the problem is. And then he's hoping that you've got bad doctrine to back it up to go, well, I don't know why the Lord is sending us through all this. It just seems to be his will that we suffer and we learn our lesson. Well, I know what group you're with, but, um, folks, Jesus overcame the world. We're supposed to be living our lives in him, through him, and by him. Amen. Am I helping anybody today? In Christ, we have victory. We step outside of Christ and into ourselves, and we're in trouble. We're sitting ducks for something. All right. I learned... The other day, I was driving in a driveway, and they had a lot of ducks at a pond. And they'll just take their own sweet time crossing the road. You just have to wait for them. And some of them won't move. They just sit there. Even on top of your car, they'll sit there. So I know what it would I – I understand sitting duck. They're a little unmotivated sometimes to fly around. It could be explained why they end up in Chinese restaurants. They're an easy target. If you've ever been to, like, uh, Chinatown or whatever in San Francisco, they have ducks hanging from the hook, you know, on the meat market. That would upset the PETA people, wouldn't it? All right. Um, so, uh, again, back to this, he said, be strong, re- repeating the scripture. Um be strong and of a good courage and be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. In other words, avoid discouragement. For the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. So everywhere you go, he's with you. Now we know he's with us in the church where we're churchy and we're singing and we have symbols of church, and we're praising the Lord. You know, we get it. But he's with you when you're standing in line at the Social Security office. He's with you when you're in the hospital, in the ICU, and the doctors are telling you all kinds of negative stuff. He's with you then. He's with you at your grandchild's birthday party when you're thinking about cake. I'm telling you, he's with you, and he's not like not with you because you're not, you know, doing warfare. I don't know. Hallelujah. And so I think these are good scriptures. They're not, I'm sure they're not unfamiliar to all of you, but it's good to be reminded of these scriptures. Mark them in your Bible. i I got a yellow highlighter. I, I like to highlight the ones that are specifically strong for me. Amen? Okay, let's pray. Uh, praise the Lord for the word. Be encouraged today. Avoid discouragement like the plague. Amen, like the plague. And uh, don't allow it to happen. 
when you feel it coming on, start start lifting your hands and saying, glory to God. Remember, Abraham was strong in faith, giving glory to God, that what God had promised, he's able to perform. And so you have a negative thought. You don't have enough money. You don't have enough health. You don't have enough friends. You don't have enough help, favor, whatever. You just praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's easy for us to go, eh, woe is me. Sing the song from hee-haw. Gloom, despair, and agony on me. Deep, dark depression, excessive misery. If it weren't, don't you love that, weren't, weren't. Driving English teacher crazy. If it weren't for bad luck, I have no luck at all. Gloom, despair, and agony. That sounds like some Christians walking around. How you doing? Gloom, despair, and agony on me. My middle name starts with a P. It stands for problem. Bob Problem Smith, you know. No, <laughs> praise God, that's not who we're going to be. We're overcomers in Christ, victorious, more than conquerors. That means overkill conquering power. Praise God. Where we rejoice, we're not going to just survive. Well, we're, one preacher used to walk around, well, you and I, we've been around a long time. We're survivors. I said, I'm not a survivor. I'm a thriver. Praise God. It's ridiculous. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, let's lift our hands and praise him a minute. We'll segue into the prayer and believe God here for some miracles. It's a good Good day for a miracle. Victory is mine. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Um, let's pray. If, if you have a physical need, put your hand where you're suffering. Jesus will touch you. The same on the Internet. If you're watching at home or wherever you are traveling, put your hand on yourself where you have a need. Jesus will touch you. Amen. I believe that. There's no distance in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray this healing prayer. In Jesus' name, if you have a healing need, be healed from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. We command um, blind eyes to open, deaf ears to unstop, lame legs to walk, cancers and tumors and growths and abnormal cell growth to stop and desist and dry up from the roots in Jesus' name. Be healed and whole. Thank you, Lord, for circulatory healing and skeletal and muscular and nerves and in all, every disease, every disease listed and not listed in the book of the law is, is under the redemption of Christ. We're not under the curse. We're under Christ and his finished work. I speak the finished work to Telestai. Speak the finished work of Christ to these situations. In the name of Jesus, those that have material, financial needs, I thank you, Lord, for showing yourself strong in in their lives this week. Unexpected money, unexpected income, rebates, refunds, uh, favors, blessings, debt cancellation. In Jesus' name, supernatural even by banks, even by lending institutions. We have we have heard testimonies of those kinds of things. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for favor. Thank you for strength. Thank you for prosperity and blessing in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, we also thank you for uh, 
those that have maybe some mental health challenges or depression, fear, um, oppression in Jesus' name, be free. I break the power of the devil off of their lives in Jesus' name. And demonic activity to cease and desist in the name of Jesus. Be healed and whole today from the top of your head to the soles of your feet in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. Join us again on Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. Go and be blessed today. Share the good news.